Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Miniman podcast. Before we jump into our episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You want to do that so you don't miss out on any of the news and the voting on movies like we're doing, such as everyone did with this movie. Um, the links are in the show notes. So if you want to do any of that, go follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That'd be awesome. If you want to email us, please do. You can do that at the Movie Podcast at gmail.com. And also, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us. And it will push the podcast into the Apple Podcast algorithm and have us show up on people's suggested pages. So with all that out of the way, let's get into today's episode on 2003's Elf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the movie Minutemen podcast. My name is Andrew. And my name's Wesley. And we're super excited to have you guys with us on another episode, or we're happy to have you on this episode if this is your first episode. So welcome. Yes. This is your first episode. If, if this is your first episode. This is your first episode, yes. Uh, if you want, uh, you can go look uh, listen to our other five episodes, I think. We have a couple on the Iron Man movies, uh, Incredible Hulk. Uh, Knives Out, which was probably our favorite movie today. I probably. Think. And, and so today. if you want a really, really, really uplifting podcast, go listen to that. <laughs> yes. And if you want some not so uplifting ones, Iron Man 2 and Incredible Hulk, those are your babies. So yeah, go to Incredible Hulk. That's probably my favorite podcast to date. I think. Hey, maybe. hey that's good. That it's, was... it's always it's always fun to make jokes about a movie. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want us going crazy on uh, the movie, go over there for sure. But today we're talking about elf 2003 um and yeah i mean unless you want to talk oh wait 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 how was your wisdom teeth how, how was that how did oh you, yeah uh, we mentioned that a little that? bit in we the did, last yes. episode we can't let the people over. hanging yeah i think it went over a little bit by like you said something about a surgery and it was kind of like i don't think anybody knew so yeah so i had my wisdom teeth out i'm doing yes. better now but first few like probably week it was well it's actually been like nine days since i had it out so the first few days were rough but i'm doing i'm back on my feet now that i can eat food so that's great (laughs) (laughs) that's always a a good news i've never had any surgery that i can remember i think i had some when i was like three but besides that i'm i've been safe from the uh surgery area i did i did have to take some drugs when i got stung by bees and had like a you know, serious allergic reaction and so that was Oof. probably the highest i've ever been <laughs> nothing That's like uh, you on those painkillers were you sad or were you just like so it was interesting yeah so i filmed it all like basically like 20 like the first half an hour after like the first half an hour in the car like because it was like an hour drive from into the like hospital so like I filmed the first half an hour after it and it was so interesting. Like I was present, but like, I wasn't like sad. I was just like talking for a long time. Talkative, it yeah. was weird. It was, That's I funny. was just talking about the surgery itself for like, <laughs> like 20 minutes. It was weird. I don't even know. Oh, that's fantastic. It was though. hilarious. Anyways, my... yeah. it's not a medical <laughs> podcast. So no, it's not. We're here to talk about the movie <laughs> Elf from 2003. Um, let's start off with our memories. Uh, Wesley, you want to give it a crack first, and then I'll jump in yeah. and uh, <clears throat> never mind. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but I don't really remember watching Elf as a kid in the rotation of Christmas movies no for way. my family. No way. I think That's I like saw a staple like for everybody. I know. Why are you? Let on me this finish my. Let me, fr- let me finish. Okay, go go. I go. think I saw it like once or twice earlier in my life, but it wasn't until like my middle school and high school years I started watching it like every year. But besides that, I don't really remember like a first time watching it, like because I think I saw like clips of it and stuff like that when I was younger, but I never like sat down to watch the entire movie. But the only big memory of watching this movie was like Christmas Day 2018 or 2019 with my family, like just a Christmas Day afternoon. It was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, This one, for as long as I can remember, has been around in my life. Um, This is one of my parents' favorite movies. They went and saw it or. OK, so they had really close friends back when this first came out and those friends went and saw it in the theaters. And then when it came out on DVD, uh, or yeah, it would have been DVD or VHS, whatever they had it on. I don't know. DVD, I think. DVD, probably. Uh, They had them over and they watched it and they hated it to begin with. They didn't like it. They thought it was so stupid. But the more they watched it, the more they found it humorous. And so we've just been watching it every Christmas, sometimes uh, July, because Christmas (laughs) in July, my mom's real into that. So sometimes we'll turn this on. It This is one that we'll watch once a year with the family, which is when I watched it because I don't like watching it without my family because it's just <laughs> yeah. what we do. Why would you watch it on your own? Yeah. Like, and this is not, not a movie, movie you watch on... watch on your own. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> you have to have people there. And uh, and then we'll turn it on when like wrapping presents or just, you know, hanging out, playing games. It'll just be on in the background. It, it's just a very uh, comfort food movie, if I can put it in a weird sense like that. But yeah, we watch it every year, twice a year, sometimes four, five, eight, 20 times. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not that much, but we do watch it quite often. And it's just, it's a great movie. Makes me feel good. It does get old after a while, you know, like it's like, okay, that's cool. Maybe, maybe yeah. a year off or a couple months <laughs> off, I should say, not a year off. But uh, no, it is a, it's a really darn good movie for me personally. Nostalgia, kind of like you with indiana jones but <laughs> <laughs> hey no i still like this movie i don't know like hey, okay, no, i'm not saying you know but i'm saying yeah, yeah that's how yeah. i feel <laughs> the way you feel yeah about yeah, yeah i get it. the way i, I feel it. about it yeah 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 so uh yeah those are our memories unless you have something else you want to add but uh, nope <laughs> uh yeah let's let's dive into the cast and crew and a little bit of them behind the scenes before we get into the actual movie and uh, yeah, so Will Ferrell is Buddy. His first major role in anything was this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that the thing? He was he was a Saturday Night Live staple. Yeah. And then yeah. his first feature film starring role was Elf, oh. or so IMDb says. And then it's got James <laughs> Caan as Walter, Will Ferrell's Buddy. James Caan as Walter, Bob Newhart as Papa Elf, Zooey Dashanel as Jovi, Ed Asner as Santa Claus. Mary Steinberger, yes, Steinberg, Steinberg, Ste- yeah, Steinberg, yeah, I think like it's Steen. as Emily, Daniel Tay as Michael, and then everyone else: Peter Dinklage, uh, Amy. Well, where did her last name go? Amy Sedaris, Sedaris. Michael Lerner, Andy Rickner, uh, yada yada yada, Leon Redmond, so on and so forth. 
John Favreau. John Favreau, <laughs> as always, his classic director cameo in the movie. Two, as two, the Doctor guy. Wait, is, does he have another? Yes, he does. Who? We'll get into it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Well, I am come on to the that edge part. of my seats now, but yeah, on the edge of my seats, I'm I'm sitting on two different seats <laughs> at the same time. No, the director <laughs> is John Favreau, writer David Berenbaum, and the music is by the one, the only John John Debney. Yes, who Debney. did the music for Iron Man One? So he must be a, a friend of John Favreau or something like that. Yeah, probably um yeah classic title like that title every christmas theme, yes. like you yep you could hum that anywhere mm-hmm. like uh you could hear that i don't know it gets stuck in your head very easily no it's a very uh earworm yeah as they say it's a very very big earworm and it's yeah like you said it's everywhere yeah come christmas time it just kicks you in the face <laughs> yeah Go ahead. Yes. What do you, what do you want to say? So yeah. So David uh, Barenbaum, I think that that's his name, uh, the producer of the movie. He initially wrote the script in 1993 with Chris Farley and Jim Carrey being early candidates to play Buddy. David's screenplay <laughs> underwent <laughs> underwent uncredited rewrites by Scott Armstrong, Chris Henneke, and the writing team of Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Gary Shandling was offered the role as of uh, Walter Hobbs, but declined. <laughs> Wanda, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? And Wanda Sykes uh, was originally cast yeah. as the Gimbel's manager. Mm-hmm. Wanda, but later she dropped out. Terry Zing Zwigoff, uh, I think that's the last name, was offered <laughs> to direct the film. I don't know, direct <laughs> the film, but he turned it down in favor of Bad Santa 2003. I don't even know what that mistakes movie is. mistakes have uh, been yeah, made, I don't sir. Know. Yeah, mistakes were according made. To, yeah, according to Favreau, the script was initially much darker and did not yeah. interest to him. Uh, although he was interested in working with Farrell's first post SNL movie, he asked to rewrite. Rewrite it. Uh, turning point came when he realized a uh, he could make Buddy's world a, a homage to the Rankin and Bass Christmas specials. Yes, this allows yeah. him to conceive a movie that could be PG rated as opposed to the original script, which he guessed would have been PG thirteen. Huh. I, I I I remember hearing that it was darker originally, and I remember hearing about Jim Carrey. But a little fun fact, because you mentioned the Gimbal's manager yeah. was supposed to be Wanda Sykes. His name tag still says Wanda. If you pause it and look at, I did in, not know that. The wow. apparently uh, the guy who got the role yeah, after he's Wanda like a comedian, Sykes, I think, or something. That Fazy on Love. Yeah. He 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 demanded that the the uh, the name tag stays stayed Wanda. <laughs> he was like, no, don't change it. Just leave it. Just <laughs> oh just leave gosh. it. And I love it. I love it. And apparently he's credited as Wanda. Yes. In, in his bio, true. it says is... he's known for Wanda from Elf. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Because they never say him, though. Like, it's, no, uh, yeah. like his his credit on IMDb or yeah. like in the credits is Gimbal's manager. Yeah. No name. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the name tag says Wanda. So a little nice. <laughs> nice little. That's thing. hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, that that is the behind the scenes and the cast and the crew and our memories. So let's jump into the actual movie. Uh, 2003's. Elf. 
Oh, that theme song. That is, oh, a great theme song. Anyway, the movie opens on the credits, storybook fashion. Um, actually, no, it doesn't open on the credits. It opens on Papa Elf. That's right. Uh, but Papa Elf, played by Bob Newhart, telling us a story, telling us how Buddy, a human who crawled into Santa's bag at the orphanage, became to you know, came to the North Pole one Christmas Eve in Santa's bag. He tells us about his father, Walter Hobbs, and how he and a woman named Susan Wells fell in love, had a child, and even though Hobbs was unaware of this, because Susan died before she could tell him that she had his baby. <laughs> and that is the opening, and then it goes to the opening credits storybook with all the claymation animals, which is a really nice touch. But yeah, you mentioned... It's a homage to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming yep. to Town, those old stop-motion Ranklin Bass productions. But yeah, uh, yep. this is I love this opening. I'm gonna be honest, like it just every time Bob Newhart starts talking and he's like, I don't remember the exact, but whenever it's just like, oh man, that's that's Christmas to me. Like that this this opening is just like, yeah. Oh man, I go ahead, take the reins, but. Go. It Talk was kind of interesting. So before he like went into, well, was it buddy? But like he was talking about like elf stereotyped jobs. Like remember oh, that? Like he was, yeah, the the uh, the cookies and the tree. Yeah, yeah, and, and the then, the trolls or building yeah. the shoes. And then the, the shoes and stuff like that. I was like, that's kind of funny how to like how like John Favreau kind of implemented that too, not just like them making like presents and stuff yeah. like that in the film and stuff so that that was yeah. funny no it's a lot and yeah. then yeah and then uh yeah i i don't know like i i i like this kind of first scene with santa coming in and those like cookies like in the orphanage like they looked a little stale to be honest i don't know why yeah <laughs> like, yeah they, i mean they, they were ginger snaps and so it's kind of like why are you leaving ginger snaps out for santa claus <laughs> like you do yeah sugar cookies that's like leaving oatmeal raisin or something like that. that's just not christmas cookie like a christmas cookie is yeah. gingerbread like if you want to go crazy go gingerbread yeah we always do know. sugar cookies for santa that's just me. yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey i would eat a sugar cookie i don't I'm, know i would need that though lot, bro. Um, no <laughs> That's why I only took one bite and then just like walked away. Yeah, probably. Okay, I'm done. Um, Save my crap for the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy was actually kind of smart getting out of the crib. I don't know why he didn't do that before. Like he should have just like escaped like on his own power, dude. Like literally, like he just yeah, like hopped out of there yeah. quick. My, my guys got like an IQ of <laughs> two eighty or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, I don't know. That was I. I kind of like the titles going across. Like, I don't know. It was like a kind of like a storybook or something like that. Like, yeah, pages. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. It reminded long, me. But, yeah, it reminded know. me of the Frosty the Snowman, the Ranklin Bass. Frosty oh, yeah. The Snowman credits where it's, you know, like just like the. Yeah. Or no, no. Rudolph. Something. Oh, yeah. Rudolph, where it's the presents with the title, oh, yeah. titles on it. I think that's Rudolph the Red Nose Ranger. Yeah. I, that's just that's what it reminded me of but it makes sense because it's a book because his dad's the publisher and then at the end you find out he wrote the book so it's kind of like a nice flow of like him reading buddy's book to, to the audience or something like that i yeah. don't know i just think it was i thought it was a good nice opening yep all right uh we learn later how buddy arrived at the north pole and how he received his names from the diaper which i thought was fantastic yeah like uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like would Santa know his, know his name or something? Like I don't know. Santa should know his name. Yeah, that's that's that's. that's I've never I'm... actually thought about that before. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean he goes to the orphanage, so obviously he's on the nice list. Yeah. I mean, he's two. He can't really do much to get off the Yeah, nice anyways, bus. yeah. So, uh, that is true. He, Santa yeah. should have known his name. Maybe his name was actually Buddy. Maybe. Maybe. He, he said it. Cracks. He said it, too. Like, he said it, like, a few times. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's a good, it's a good point, though. It's a good point. He attends elf school, reciting the Code of the Elves, <laughs> which my family quotes very often, as well as candy canes, candy corns. And syrup. Candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. Anyway, uh, Papa Elf tells Buddy how he grew up without realizing he was a human and how he trained Buddy or how he Buddy grew up without realizing that he was a human. He tells us, not Buddy. And how he trained Buddy in the mechanics of maintaining Santa's sleigh. He explains to Buddy that the sleigh is powered by Christmas spirit, used to be powered by Christmas spirit, but now he has to use the Kringle 3000 it's an engine but of yeah the engine of santa sleigh yeah yeah um yeah so that's that scene uh well, well we'll go on a little bit more buddy uh buddy we could go cut to a cameo by uh the little kid ralphie from christmas story as ming ming oh yeah the, the foreman supervisor guy in the uh workshop and buddy's trying to work on etch a sketches and has gotten yes. 85 done in a day and he's 915 off the mark which he's actually pretty good at writing in them though so he's he's fantastic at them so maybe he that's why he gets moved to the toy tester as opposed yes. to the toy builder yeah that's that's my thought process but but he realizes that even though he is special in air quotes uh he's still a cotton-headed Denny muggins and finds out later that he is an elf. Oof. Or is a man. A human, not an elf. <laughs> yes. My bad. No, he's not an elf. That's the whole point of the no. story, Andrew. Come yes. <laughs> so, thoughts on this yeah. scene? So, throughout all of this, so a behind-the-scenes kind of fact, um, while most people think it was like some kind of CGI or something like that, John Favreau used some... Uh, camera techniques and trickery to create the illusion of uh what we know as forced perspective um where you like build two sets one smaller than the other and uh one set is raised closer and smaller and one is bigger and farther away so like it's so awesome i love seeing this used like early 2000s movies you see this in like lord of the rings yep. and the hobbit too uh, that's where i first learned about it but it's it's really hard to do, but I, when it's done and like actually like you you probably don't even notice like there's like probably one or two scenes you can notice it, but like most of the scenes like you're like wow like this is just normal yeah. like he's taller than everyone else uh yeah he is and you think it's normal so I just that that was a great feat for john doing that in the movie so no I, for I sure really like that for sure force perspective like it's so crazy how seamless it is because like i think about the yeah. scene in lord of the rings i know we're talking about elf but I'm yeah. talking about force perspective so of course we go to lord of the rings where frodo and gandalf are sitting on the wagon yes and you get shots of them side by side it's like 
that looks like you have to angle the camera just right and have the sets just right and it's like it's brilliant it's brilliant and then like or here, like in the or like in the hobbit in an unexpected journey where they're all all the hobbit like all the dwarves are in the house and like yeah. gandalf is tall and they have to shoot it to yeah. different places like it's crazy yeah it's but crazy. then you get like the scene where buddy is at the school right and yes. they're all sitting there and it's yeah. like he looks like at that girl and it giant. looks like they're looking at each other but when in actuality she's like six feet behind him to make him look taller it's like what Anyway, it's just, it's bananas. But yeah, this scene is always great. Another quote, very quotable line. You're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins. You're just special. And it Love shows like line. Buddy. Yeah, and it shows Buddy like doing different stuff, like changing the... Yeah, the he, smoke detectors. Here, yeah, smoke yeah. detector, yeah. Playing basketball where he's just like <laughs> yeah. dunking on all the, 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 the... Yeah, and then there's a deleted scene actually of him playing hockey too. <gasps> so... Whoa! <laughs> I wanted to mention that to you since you like hockey. So I was that's like, fantastic. That would make more sense like, in basketball because yeah, they're at the North Pole. Yeah, but, I don't know why yeah. they didn't add it in. I was like, ah, that would have been good. It was. It's kind of funny too. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. But that scene, it's just great. The the whole back and forth between the elves and Buddy, and then you know he's just like he's playing with the the what are those things called that you twist them up a jack in the oh, boxes jack and whatever box. yeah that's and funny that's hilarious. fun fact when my little uh 13 year old brother now but when he was a little chick kid chid kid we had the exact same jack in the box that buddy uses in uh we wow. bought one from that's oh crazy anyway, just a little meta moment for us there i have a note i have a note saying i would follow the first two code of l of the elves but the third would be kind of embarrassing i don't know what the third one is the best what, way what's... to spread christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear yes i don't know yeah come I was on like, man sorry. the bible says make a joyful noise it doesn't make say okay. make a beautiful noise unto the lord just a joyful noise because all okay. noise is beautiful to him anyway Anyway, not spiritual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, Buddy passes out and then runs back to Papa yes. Elf and locks himself in the bathroom. And then uh, Papa Elf and Buddy talk about how the, the true past of Buddy, Buddy and how he was born without his dad knowing and how his dad works in a magical city called New York City. And he works at the Empire State Building. But he decides that it's time to go and visit his father and show him that he's his son. Outside, Buddy talks to Leon the Snowman, a nice spin on Sam the Snowman from yep. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, about his doubts. He talks to Leon about them. Leon tells him that he's got to step out of his comfort zone because this might be the golden opportunity to find out who you really are. Facts. And Buddy goes and talks to Santa. And Santa says, uh, if you see a peep show, it doesn't mean you get to look at your presents before Christmas. Don't eat candy off the side of the road. And uh, there's only one. What is it? Sam's Pizza. Then they all claim to be the best or the original. But yeah. the real original is somewhere. Anyway, it's funny. He gives him uh, inf info on New York. And uh, he he tells Buddy that his dad is actually on the naughty list. Oof. And then we cut to a little scene of him telling her that uh, the, the nun that she missed payments on the books and the nun, another quote, quotable line that my mom always quotes, but the children love the books. 
<laughs> a great line. Absolutely so out of left field, but it's just it's hilarious. Uh, but he realizes that he has to go uh, cheer his father up and show him the true meaning of Christmas. And uh, Papa Elf, the last thing he says, I'll always be here for you. And he hands him the snow globe. And then Buddy leaves. Thoughts? Okay. Yeah. So I see when like Papa Elf was explaining like all the stuff with like his dad and like his mom. I wish there was like a flashback scene of some sort, like with his dad and mom or something. Yeah. I know that would be kind of sad, I feel like. Because, like, of course, it's a comedic yeah. movie. This is like a comedic movie, and like, it's not really, I don't, it wouldn't fit the tone at all. So, no, it, it makes wouldn't. Sense. But no, I agree because we would, I don't because, know. like, I feel like she, he would get like his funny side from her since he, Walter, is kind of, yes, but also he could have, he could have been more cheery. Back in the day, you know, like yeah, yeah, true. Excuse me, that and then true. like just like the work and life and yeah. whatever, yeah, just yeah. beats down on you and you become a Scrooge. But I don't know, that's just me. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it could have been cool because you could have seen like the the true Walter and then like see like him now, and then it's more like Buddy showing him what he used to be and how he used to be and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah the true nature that he used to have as opposed to what he is now, I guess. I don't know if that makes that sense. That is true. I don't know. But no, I, I also like the lands. Uh, this is where I like def- definitely see the landscape with the talk with like Leon and stuff like that. It, yep. it more, it reminds me of course, like Rudolph, but like I definitely watched Rudolph when I was younger and stuff, but I, I love like year without a Santa Claus. If you've ever watched that one, I actually have not. Oh, that one's good. Um, but it definitely reminded me of that one. But of course, this, the inspiration is Rankin and Bass uh, all across the board for uh, for North Pole. So, yeah. Um, and then, like, <laughs> as we'll see in the next scene, Santa's, we didn't really say it, but like Santa also gives him some warnings about like New York and stuff like that. <laughs> Not to do stuff, some stuff. Yep. Yep. Uh, Eat the candy then, of the, the gum off. The and then, okay, we didn't talk about him leaving or anything yet. Like him no, actually like yep. on the yep. journey. So yep. I'll stop there. All right. Buddy then heads off to leave for New York. He travels through the seven levels of the candy cane forest through the sea of twir- swirly, twirly gumdrops. And then he walked through the Lincoln Tunnel. And he makes it to New York City. And um, as soon as he arrives, we see how I love the 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 imagery of like the black and the gray and the whites all compared yeah. to Buddy's green and yellow. And he's like the <laughs> complete uh, opposite of everything that's going on in New York City. But to him... He's like, it's like if like a human went to Santa's workshop at as 30 years old, like walking around going like, whoa, yes. you know, like kind of like from Santa Claus with Tim Allen's character in that. But it's like the absolute complete, it's kind of like, it's kind of a brilliant, sorry, we're going to come back yeah. to finish the scene, but like, it's kind of like the absolute opposite of a normal Christmas movie, you know, like how like the human yeah. goes to Santa. It's the Santa of character coming to the human world, you know, like. 
And like to him, this is all like, whoa, like new. The like, toilets are ginormous, you know, like what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah all that new toilet and it's in all... North Pole was so yeah. small. Oh my <laughs> that would be so uncomfy, bro. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's actually a really brilliant Christmas movie when you think about it, because it's like completely different world. Like yeah. different, different movie than everything else. Anyway, Buddy gets to the Empire State Building to meet his father. But when he arrives, everyone thinks Buddy is a huge joke. And that he's just like a human pretending to be an elf. And Walter thinks that he's going to sing for him. So, but he makes up a song that's uh <laughs> absolute masterpiece, <laughs> Grammy nominee, buddy. The elf. Anyway, yes. Uh, he mentions that Walter had uh, a baby with Susan Wells and Walter kind of freaks out and kicks him out of the building. And buddy goes to a place that's the closest Wait, to the ordinary let's, world. Let's, after let's the, stop there. No, let's no, stop I'll, there. I'll stop we after. Should... Okay. He leaves okay. for Gimbals. Okay. And then that's how the scene okay. ends. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's go. This okay. Uh, so so this is the character, the other character that John Favreau played. So he played Mr. Narwhal, dude. He played Mr. Narwhal. Did he? Did yes, he, he did. Because yeah. IMDB says it's someone else. See, we always thought it was Jess Arnell. A great what? vocal I literally, legend. I saw like on two websites that it was really it was him. Okay. Yeah. There has been a lot of stuff because in here it says it's Jack Angel on IMDb. It says it's Jack Angel as Mr. Hmm. Narwhal. And then John Favreau is a perfect possibility. My family, for some reason, we saw on IMDb back in the day that it was uh, Jess Arnell, who's a legendary voice, voice actor. Yeah. He does like a bunch of voiceover yeah. stuff, a bunch of Disney movies. So... Je- 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 what's his name john favreau is a perfect possibility and that's who i thought you were gonna say and i was like is it though because like imdb has said multiple people let's google search it here real quick who plays mr narwhal enough oh, there you go jack angel says imdb john favreau on behind the voice actors um john favreau pinterest BuzzFeed says John Favreau also did the voice of Mr. Narwhal. Fandom says Mr. Narwhal. Uh, John, too. <laughs> okay, well, then the most Google searches <laughs> says John Favreau. So we, Wesley's right. I see, I didn't have a for sure thing, but that was. I don't know. See, IMDb says, we're going to fix IMDb here real quick. Oh, much. No, we're not going to do that. Anyway, we'll fix it later. But yeah. Okay. So you're right. Continue. Ignore me then. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> sorry. I didn't, I didn't care. I was like, I just, I saw it like, I don't know. Um, oh. But while Buddy was traveling, it, like, it seemed like, you know, that overhead shot of like the cliffs and stuff like that, the snowy cliffs and stuff. Yeah. It totally looked like another reference. Like it totally looked like Lord of the Rings for some reason. Him oh, Lord of the along. Rings? Yeah. Like there was one shot. Yeah. 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 Walking, yeah. walking yep, I know. like past the cliff and stuff like that. Before he jumps on the that. iceberg? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Well, no, after that. Like after that? Like walking on. Like the snowy cliff. Is it plane. is it is it still in the North Pole or is it like as he's moving? After in, in after. The okay, North Pole. before the raccoon. Uh yes. Okay, yes. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Then the but raccoon then, part the, is hilarious. The, the the yeah the raccoon that was so random. That was I, I know like, like it's like 
I, I don't even know. <laughs> How do you come up with stuff like that? Like, yeah. let's have Buddy run into a raccoon and then he tries to give the raccoon a hug and then he gets attacked by the rabid raccoon <laughs> and then has rabies for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Because he's That's definitely not crazy. up on his uh, vaccinations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but then, vaccine. yeah. Oh. And then when he reaches New York City, he just is trying a bunch of things out. Like, he, t- he like, gets... A bunch of handouts. That's hilarious. That that's what yep. I think is hilarious. He also, I love when like, he's in the in the glass revolving yeah. doors and he's running around and then he throws up in it. Classic thing to do when you're a kid. Everybody, every kid does that. Like I I've still done do it. it. So, and, and then <laughs> and then he goes to a coffee shop that says there's a sign that says "World's Best Cup of Coffee." One of the best memes of all time, I think. It's just a great meme. You and he did says, it. You did it. World's best cup of coffee, and everybody looks around, <laughs> looks around, like they're like, "What?" And then later <laughs> on the date, when he goes, yeah. "No, it's not a crappy cup of coffee. It's yeah. the world's best cup best of coffee." Cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh man, this movie, man. Um, let me tell you what. And then, and then, so he's in an Empire State Building. He's got, he's like in the elevator with a guy. And he presses all of the freaking elevator buttons. Yes. And he says, looks like a Christmas tree. <laughs> and the poor guy's trying to go to like the to like one of the top yeah. floors and buddy's He's going like, to like a middle what floor. Am I, who is this man? I would be like that too. I would be like, what is this guy doing? Like, and then the thing is, he can't even like get off and walk because he's got to walk yeah. like a hundred flights of stairs. Yeah. So he's just stuck in the elevator. The poor dude can't catch a break. And then his yeah. boss is going to be like, what took you so long? You'll never believe it. This doofus in the <laughs> elevator with me decided yeah. to click all the buttons. And then like Walter just being so awkward when Buddy shouts like, dad, I was like, wow, he would he was probably like so caught off card, of course. And then like him singing when Buddy was singing, it should be like so cheesy, but it's actually hilarious. Well, because like, it's so cringy. It's like, yeah, you expect him to do something like normal or sound decent, but yeah. he doesn't. He sounds awful. And that's that's Will Ferrell just going for it. Yeah, I love it. And then and then Walter's response. Another freaking good meme. Well, that was weird. <laughs> like, <nonchalantly>. yep. <laughs> that, yep. I love that. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's basically all I have to say. It, just a great I that seems pretty funny. So, <laughs> no, it's a it's a fantastic scene. I love it. And yeah, you're right. Like everything about that is just like so cringy, but also so funny. Like yeah. you can't I, I don't know, like. It's just like painful and you have to wonder like how much of it was like improv, like the lines, like obviously yeah. the scenes couldn't have been cause you had to like pay people to be in the backgrounds in New York yeah. and whatever. But like Will Ferrell is such a talent that you got to think like sometimes he just adds stuff in there. Kind of like, definitely, uh, like the, like it, when he's like going to touch the raccoon or whatever and he goes, Ooh, or whatever, you know, just like the little stuff <laughs> yeah, is like yeah. that makes buddy buddy. It's just like, Oh, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic yes but yeah something uh interesting that my parents were asking about when we were watching it this time and i was looked it up that uh during the new york scenes it was just john favreau a camera guy and then will ferrell 
walking around New York City and they'd be like, they just pull people aside and be like, hey, you want to be an extra in the background for like a little bit of cash? They had them like sign a waiver or whatever. And then yeah. they got like cash in the scene and it was just like, just like act disgusted at this person. <laughs> which is That's fantastic. interesting. And back in the day, I think they kind of like literally did that because like yeah. in big cities, like I know like for TV shows, they kind of like, I know you have to sign up to do it and stuff like that to just be like an extra, mm-hmm. but like they just like get a bunch of extras like from people who are actually yeah. like in the city. So like in the, uh, I know in the office when they would go to like New York city or whatever for like a scene or whatever, they just have like a camera guy. And obviously that's different than like a normal TV show because it's a documentary. So it's going to be yeah. a little pulled back, but yeah, they did like pay people to be in the background. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that whole New York montage, fantastic. <laughs> anyway, Buddy heads over to Gimbal's and catches a glimpse of Jovi, played by Zoe Deschanel. Um, she's decorating a Christmas tree, and he's just staring at her. And she uh, is not a fan of that because she's probably used to creepers because she lives in New York City and she's a single woman. That's <laughs> yep. just the way it is because guys are disgusting. <laughs> um buddy lets her know that the best way to spread christmas cheer is by singing loud for all to hear she says she doesn't sing out loud or in front of people and he goes why not it's just the same as singing by yourself except there are people around and they can hear you <laughs> and everything like that it's like no okay um buddy then gets uh pegged as a worker oh yep. this actually happens before he sees yeah before. yeah because he's in the uh the uh ladies yeah Area. And then he goes through the mall before he kind of like goes through the mall before he reaches. Oh Gimbal's. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because he, uh, yeah, the, the fruit escalator fruit spray, the fr- escalator, the passion fruit spray. Yeah, you're bathroom, right, yeah. bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where the the iconic line. <laughs> but yeah, um, he has an encounter with the manager, and um, his favorite thing, uh yeah they're going back and forth and it's like there's no singing at the north pole actually that's not yet no not yet no, no not yet i'm so you're just around. disagreeing this is, all, this is all this is all jumbles Gimbals isn't the north pole it isn't the north pole <laughs> like... yes yes <laughs> yeah so he he has an encounter with the manager down in the uh the the, the shopping part of the mall not the kids area and then he gets sent back up to the the uh the children's or up to the children's area because the manager thinks he's a worker but he's not really a worker which that's pretty bad and then he, because yeah. if you don't know who is who and yeah definitely whatever well it is wanda so it's true wanda's kind of I a don't, I don't know um but then <laughs> and then he meets he buddy meets, meets jovi Joe's, Joe's, yeah. Joe, yeah, Wanda's the manager. Jovi's. Yeah, love <laughs> I don't know. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> if anyone wants to be my new co-host, uh, emails no. can be sent at the Movie Minutemen Podcast at gmail.com. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, he meets Jovi there. She's decorating the tree. She tells him to stop staring at her, and he's like, "I'm not staring. Whatever. I'm just. You're just really great at decorating that tree." Um, and then the manager lets everyone know that Santa's coming to town tomorrow and Buddy freaks out. And probably the most iconic moment in this movie, I would have to say, is this part where Buddy just screams, I know him. And, you know, <laughs> like that whole like, oh, my gosh, it's yeah. Santa and whatever. And then we get him. Well, montage. that was later. Well, what? What? 
well oh yeah him yeah shouting santa yeah santa's yeah. coming yeah yeah <laughs> okay and, yeah. The, and then he decides to fix the north pole or the mini north yes pole because santa's coming so he we get a montage of him working throughout the night with the light brights and the legos and uh absolute uh vandalism of those pillows but then he decides to take a nap in the window display at gimbals and he wakes up to see walter staring at him and uh but he's trying to get his attention and he just walks <laughs> away and then he hears jovi singing in the shower and they share a little romantic duet of baby it's cold outside and she freaks out and scares him away <laughs> there's also a scene there's also a scene of i think a uh, walter uh, coming home for dinner in his apartment with that's not yet now. that's that's, that's oh. after uh the santa oh wait no yes the, isn't that right before um you're right it's right, right before yeah. uh yeah the window yeah. scene yeah you're yeah right. Right, right before the window because yes. he he's on his way to work that morning yes but let's the, jump into the that. night before he was uh with his now wife and then yeah, they do they share well yeah he tells her that he has a son and he met him today and right is that the part right and then no 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 that's after they uh yeah. because they're in Michael and Emily and are like eating dinner by themselves and yeah. Walter walks yeah. in and he says yeah I got a bunch of work to do and I'm way behind on a bunch of stuff and then uh yeah it's just a little like two second scene pretty much yeah and it's then like, he hey, sees, he's got he, a wife and kids then he goes uh, to like work and stuff and he looks at the like he's trying to like I don't know like try to find he was trying to find stuff about buddy and like he finds like the picture of him and his old wife and stuff like that well no 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 that's so, he, uh, or, buddy sends him the gift the 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 little nighty top or whatever oh not that and he not sends that. him the card in that oh but i was talking about the the like the picture oh yeah that's frame. in lunch that's yeah. in lunch. yeah that's yeah yeah dinner. you're right yeah. okay yeah yeah i was like <laughs> as you can tell we don't really have yeah. a uh we don't really have a uh, beat sheet the, syno <laughs> the synopsis <laughs> is kind of bad guys sorry yeah guys. <laughs> so we're, we're working the best way through it but we've done pretty well so far so yeah we have <laughs> if you have but, any complaints you can email us at the minute movie yeah. minute podcast gmail.com if you want to you don't have to but we accept so, any type of mail hate mail or yeah. otherwise yes please send us emails um so right before so he's walking to gimbals and buddy just like freaking gets hit by a car and the music stops <laughs> yes the taxi yeah yeah yes i love how the music stops it just like no me like the music it's fantastic it was hilarious it was it was so like like we were talking about earlier like of course this is like they were like actually like filming it in real life. It was like not in every not City, everything yep. was not everything was staged. And John said like whatever he was out there, like we'd hear like <laughs> we'd hear screeches and fender benders and lights smashing. People would be looking at him walking on the side and think they were, and that would cause a few minor traffic accidents. I was like, I mean, think about it. Makes it. sense. You're, you're driving in New York and then there's this guy in yellow tights yeah. like walking down the road. You're just Bro, like, I would what? like stop. I would be like, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> me too. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I just like I just love the whole exchange with the Gimbal's manager Wanda 
it's just hilarious when he like finds it buddy and stuff and them disagreeing that like gimbals is in the north pole and like and it, like and is and stuff like that that's hilarious mm-hmm. one of my favorite clients yeah. of the movie and then like i like the exchange with josie too about like them talking about like how singing is different like when like singing in public yeah in terms of yep. like singing alone and stuff like that and i was like Man, I agree with Josie singing by yourself is different, but like I don't know, it makes <laughs> sense. It makes sense for Buddy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just all, all, pretty much all the exchanges in this first half of the movie between Buddy and normal people are great because he's just like, yeah, super naive. He's like five years old because like yeah. right now we have foster kids in our house, and the two year, five year old and the two year old, you'll tell them something, they would just go, no, it's not. He's like. Yes, it is. Like, no, it's not. So that's what that's what my mind goes to now when I hear that. I'm just like, like when he's like, "There's no singing at the North Pole." Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. We sing all the time, especially when we make toys or whatever. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's such a five year old like attitude to have. Like, yeah, it is. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like so frustrating. I'm like, I I feel for you guys, but also it's just adds to. Yeah. Hilarious. So like, hilarity. Buddy mm-hmm. might not be able to make toys, but he sure can make a Winter Wonderland. Like yeah. I just love him making building Legos. That's one of my favorite. I don't know. Like th- this whole like this gimbal scene is probably like my like this gimbal montage scene stuff like that is probably my favorite scene in the movie. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to the end. No, it's a, it's a it's a fun scene. It really is. But yeah, I just love that. And then like like. <laughs> Just like Buddy, just sitting on the freaking sink in the bathroom, <laughs> and then yes. he like scream, he like screams that last line, Baby and then he runs it. <laughs> and then like he runs into a locker that like makes it even better. <laughs> like he just like closes his eyes and then runs into a locker. It's just hilarious. Yeah, like. And then, like, the manager... Okay, wait, no. The, then we kind of stopped there, so... Yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I just I just also, love this. This just, made me crack up. Yeah. The Also, the scene that you mentioned was in here that I forgot about, but now I remember the with the food or whatever. I was just, like, a split, like, two-minute two scene where it's just like, hey, yeah. he's got a wife and he's got a kid, and this could absolutely yeah. ruin it, like, just yeah. to have them show up it's just like it's a nice moment to like pull back on all the fun that we've had so far and be like there are actually like some serious implications yeah because he has a family now and then there's this kid from a former romance and whatever it's just like (laughs) yeah oh this this could be bad for a couple people yeah but anyway moving on to the movie santa is here santa's coming says that it's not the real santa Oof. He's an imposter, and he smells like beef and cheese. Uh, uh, Buddy gets into you sit a on a throne of lies. <laughs> Another very quotable line, very yes. quotable. But uh, Buddy gets into a fight with the fake Santa, and after he rips off his beard in front of all the kids, uh, they get in a slugout fight. They destroy the Lego landscape of New York, no. and uh, a couple other things got get ruined. And Buddy is sent to prison but he has one call and uh he calls walter hobbs 
And but uh, <laughs> to to his uh, to his credit, he comes and he gets him out of jail, and then takes him to uh, John Favreau to run a paternity test, and it does confirm that Buddy is his son. So we'll stop there because there's a lot in that yeah, fight scene yeah. to get cover. So there we go. <laughs> so before the before this short like before like well Santa's there, but like there's a little exchange in the morning with Buddy and the manager again, and. Like I like I love how like Buddy, I mean not Buddy, but the manager Wanda, is just like <laughs> awestruck about all the decorations and stuff like that. He was like, "Who did this? Like, if anybody tells it, like, it, like I don't know, I don't like know who how did he just, this, but someone's gunning for my job." Yeah, like I don't <laughs> care. Like I would be, I would totally like act the same way. I would be like, if, if <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I just love this. I love, Code I word love this thing. Code word, Santa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> Santa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> then Zoe is, <laughs> is just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, really? And my, then like. Me, me and Abby, my sister, will quote the line. Six inch ribbon curls, girl. Six inches. <laughs> All the time for no apparent reason. It's just, it's just <laughs> six inches. <laughs> Just that's the way hilarious. it's delivered is fantastic. Yeah, that's... genuinely, that guy is probably one of my favorite characters in the entire movie. Yeah, the, I don't. The, man, he uh, should Wanda. be my favorite character. I think he made me more than Buddy. I don't know. I don't. I mean, <laughs> uh, for me, it's someone else. But uh, no, he's yeah. top tier. Yeah, yeah he's right top up tier there with he, Leonard. Probably my but, second. But favorite. he's also more recognizable than Leonard, so he's not in that category yeah. right now. So yeah, we just no. have Leonard and. Uh... Oh wait, and and uh, and uh, the college student. Yes, yeah, the Ark. Apple, the Apple college student, right, 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 yes. right. I There's forgot. another I guy who to. might be, who might get on the list. I don't know. Later in the movie, hmm. There's okay. a, I don't okay. know. Anyways, we'll get there. We'll um, get there. So this, this scene, the fight scene, not fight. Well, kind of. No, it's a fight <laughs> scene. It's a brawl. Debacle. A brawl. Yeah, it's a brawl. It is a brawl. Definitely a brawl. Yeah. Uh, so, a little behind the scenes fact. Uh. They only so the guy, uh, comedian Artie Lange, or I don't know his last name, but he, the guy who played Santa here, the fake Santa, he said oh, yeah. a, uh, that they only had like one take to dis- like to destroy the place and stuff. And John Favreau just said to them, like, just go nuts. <laughs> like, he didn't care what they did. He, like, they just went all around. That could end lose. in a couple broken bones. Also, yeah. uh, the kids are not actually in the scene. They were later yeah. green screened in and oh. cut back in and forth, whatever. That's so, like the background. Yeah, you could. I think you could see that. Like, like, I don't know. Like, when the fight started and stuff like that, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they, they, but also, if you notice, they're never like in the same scene with Buddy and yeah. fake Santa. They're always like, like, uh, like they'll cut to them and then cut back. There was that it's one never shot like a pan. Where- yeah, yeah. There was this one that that one shot when like Buddy comes over and he's like, "Yes, Anna." Like, like. Oh yeah, like... yeah. They were probably in there for that, but then for yeah. the fight scene, yeah, they're yeah. like chopped out. Artie Lang is the gimbal Santa. Yeah, I think you said that. I think you said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the second name I was kind of butchered. <laughs> <laughs> and no, then like, greedy. so when they, so we didn't mention it, but the visit with the doctor. So he like. He's checking up on John Favreau is checking up on him and stuff like that. But he's just like acting like a six year old. And then like after that, he has like this talk with a girl and it kind of comes through with fruition. 
like this scene comes through fruition like at the end of the movie too so i kind of like that not just a weird short little instance oh yeah yeah girl and stuff like that <laughs> i'll put in a good word for the with yeah, big man for, with man, big man yeah <laughs> and then like buddy's just eating cotton balls there too i was like what in the which world? Like... <laughs> a little fun fact for you were made of cotton candy that yeah. hasn't been, hadn't been dyed before i think i, hadn't been dyed. I don't know no, no, I was but, reading the IMDb trivia while watching the movie. Uh, last time, so. He he definitely has some uh, interesting dietary habits, to be honest. Yes. Well, I mean, he's sticking <laughs> to the four main food groups. He's not, you know. That is true. Not shying away from know. that. Which, would that, know, would, that, good little would that be in there? I don't know. Candy? Don't know. Candy cane? Oh, you mean uh, cotton balls. <laughs> cotton obviously, balls. <laughs> obviously the candy canes. <laughs> or the candy. Yeah, he it's candy. But yeah, cotton balls. Never mind. You're right. You're right. It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. So you're 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 fair you're fair point. yeah <laughs> but yeah I love I love uh apparently uh John Favreau only has like one acting style and that's what he uses for Happy Hogan and uh yeah uh the doctor because they act yeah. very similar very uptight and kind of like you know which I think is yeah. hilarious and I love it but yeah uh the uh it's a it's a great scene all around the great scenes i guess also the scene where they like they after they cut straight to the jail and they just like ken burns up to buddy's <laughs> face or whatever and he's just sitting there with all the the dark and the, again the very contrasting <laughs> colors people. to uh him sitting there in his elf tights it's just it's fantastic it's so funny yeah it's hilarious but um moving on Walter brings Buddy home to meet his family, his wife, Emily, and his son, Michael, played by Mary Steinbergen and Daniel Tay, respectively. And uh, the family tries. Well, Emily is very excited that he has a kid outside of their marriage, which I don't know. if That's it's just weird. I don't know. But uh, yeah. and, and Michael just thinks he's weird. But um, uh, Buddy tries to fit in. And um, after having. His first meal with the family goes to bed and uh, gets in a tickle fight with his dad, but uh, <laughs> Walter Walter's not having it. Um, yeah, but in the morning, uh, Buddy uh, makes breakfast for everyone and um, uh, <laughs> uh, also lunch as well, which is just the leftover yes. uh, uh, spaghetti with all of know, it's just leftovers. <laughs> it's true, yeah, and candy that they have a lot of candy in that household. To be yes. perfectly fair, it's like marshmallows m&ms that might be michael actually i don't know i feel like michael would have maybe like maybe secretly like just adds i don't know i think michael would have had a stash to be honest i don't know and buddy after the 45 minutes of sleep he got uh (laughs) (laughs) was was a rummaging around through the house and found all the the candy that that's a good point could have been yeah um but yeah uh he uh walter leaves for work and he says if buddy needs anything to call him and uh well before that emily leaves for work and uh yes walter says if you're gonna plan on staying here for a while you might want to you know get some clothes and lose the tides as soon as possible <laughs> and uh yeah. buddy just takes them down right there and emily walks back in after forgetting something we never find out because she's scarred oh. after that yeah to be fair i would be too seeing will pharrell pharrell <laughs> without pants on yeah but that's uh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Dude. then, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the scene. And I think, uh, 
Oh, wait, wait, Walter, uh, my buddy's waiting for Michael to get out of school. And uh, he, well, he, we can, that's, he that's a do you want to just stop there? Okay. We'll stop. Yeah. There. Stop there because the brother part is kind of a little bit prolonged and stuff. So a little right. bit. Good idea. Um, But what we could mention also, like, like, I think um Walter is on lunch break and buddy calls Walter about the radiator. Yeah. About. Yeah. And then buddy is. <laughs> making lunch probably and uh <laughs> can he makes a famous concoction of spaghetti and candy and it's just kind of hilarious but like and kind of disgusting too but yeah you don't see like jo- will ferrell like actually swallowing it though like i don't see him swallowing no like, that's uh, because they took two takes and they had to take yeah. two takes because the first take he threw up afterwards. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Which I was like, I, find... I forgot. I thought I knew something about it, but I didn't know like for sure, like if it was right. I don't even know. Yeah, that's... yeah, he was just chewing it, of course. So I was like, man, I don't know if I could have done that or not. I don't know if I could either. Yeah, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't. I felt this scene was just lacking. I wish there was more stuff to the dinner scene, like them with the t- at the table and stuff. Uh, <laughs> there was already a lot in it, but I liked how he's talking about the candy and stuff like that. Yeah, and like I like I- I'm good with candy corn and syrup and just like candy on its own, but I don't like candy canes for some reason. I don't you know. Don't like did, candy they're... canes? Yeah, I don't. You like, like peppermint? No. So it's just the peppermint flavor that you're yeah. not a fan of. What yeah. about peppermint gum? Uh, I don't wow. like I don't like peppermint. Like to be wow. honest, like G- guys, genuinely send your applications to the movie minute <laughs> podcast at gmail dot com because this is the last. I don't like watermelon. Yeah, I don't like watermelon. No, watermelon, no peppermint. Like no peppermint. <laughs> everything. It's just like okay. I like syrup, guys. I like syrup. It's a topping. It's great. Jeez. You like <laughs> so syrup on spaghetti? Yes. Hey, that might actually be good. I, okay, well, so you I said yes, yes without I trying know. it before. Wow, well, wow. I, I, well, I said yes. I was meaning like, <laughs> yeah. You like spaghetti well, like, and you like syrup, not yeah. together. You haven't tried it before. Uh, yeah. That's fair. But it might actually be, I don't know. It might See, be good. My thing is, a little tangent. If you like one thing and you like another thing, why aren't those things good together? Like, if you like pizza and you like ice cream, why wouldn't pizza and ice cream be good? To, like, ice cream on top of pizza thing. Like, I've had an Why? ice cream pizza before. It's you good. have? Okay, no, yes. no, no. I mean like a legitimate like pepperoni cheese <laughs> yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with vanilla ice cream on top. That should be good, right? If you like it. Yeah. That's but apparently true. it's not. I don't know. Food. Anyway. 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 Uh, yeah, all this stuff is good. I mean, there's it, it, it does. This is like um, the middle. So you're like building. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, slower. But um, there's definitely some stuff that could be taken out here. But I don't know. All yeah, so it's, it's Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah, you can't like. It's great. I don't know. That's it's my thoughts. That's my thought. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't like Emily. I don't like Emily for some reason. Really? I, I, she of course stuck up for Buddy and stuff like that all throughout yeah. this because of course Walter's like I don't want to meddle. But Walter's kind of been. About, I, yeah. I just didn't. She was. I don't know. She had this like. I don't know if it was the actor, but like her accent, I, I just didn't. I didn't wow, know. you didn't like her because sorry. of her voice. That's something she can't help, Wesley. Come I don't on. know. Sorry. I, no. <laughs> hey, I don't know. It's fair. Some things don't work for you. 
I don't yeah. know. I thought she, I like her. She's funny, especially near the end there when uh, we'll get there. Yeah. But um, yeah, after, after all this buddy goes out and waits for Michael to get out of school, <laughs> Michael gets out of school and his friends are making fun of him for knowing the guy. And he says, no, I don't even know him. And so he walks the other way and buddy's walking after him and he reaches him and there's just start talking. And then, but Michael yells at him to go away a lot like his father. But yeah. then Buddy sticks up for him with the snowball fight, which is another iconic scene. And uh, then we have a brother montage to uh, what is that song? Bum, ba, na, 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 na. What is that song? Can we... uh, that's what Christmas uh, means to me. It means to me, yeah. Yeah, it's a really good song. It's a blast. I love that song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they go to Gimbal's. They you find out that Michael thinks that his dad doesn't love him. He only cares about uh, money and working. But Buddy thinks he's the best dad in all the world. Michael asks Jovi out for Buddy. Pretty much. Um, do you want to go eat? eat do, you, do you want to go eat food? <laughs> you know the code. Food. Which I can't. Bro, remember, I should do that when I go on my first date. You should. Yeah. That's how you ask. You want to go eat food? That's how I asked that my fiance. Not really. I asked her out over <laughs> Snapchat. So. <laughs> <laughs> And we don't ask, we don't talk about that anyway. <laughs> but Buddy, uh, Buddy, uh, gets the date with Jovi. And yes, um, do they go out yet? I don't think they go out yet. No, no, they don't. no, but then it's the next day. But we'll wait after that, yes, and we'll talk about that scene. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's another, there's another instance. I think, I don't know when, I think before, like. I don't know if there's a short instance of him walking, like going to the school or something, but I had a note of like him crossing a road and like, and then almost getting hit by a car yeah, again. There's another, yeah. <laughs> cause he runs across the street and there's another uh, yeah. cab that almost whacks yeah, him. Yeah. I was like, it happens like three times in the movie. I'm just like, nice. It's, it's just hilarious. You think you and would then, learn. Like, you just, yeah, and then like he just bombards Michael with like questions, and I love that my favorite one was like, "Why is your coat so big?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, his coat is freaking so long, Michael's coat." I was like, "What in the world?" <laughs> I was like, "Dude, yeah." And then like the snowball fight, man, I almost like this better than the fight in Gimbal's. Like th- this was actually really shit. I don't know. Like I wish it was longer. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of short. It was kind of mm-hmm. short. My little um, siblings were when we were watching this were like, actually, the science behind this doesn't work when uh, he chucks the ball at the last guy. Yeah, because they watched the Mark Rober or whatever yeah. where he tries that out and apparently the science yeah. is inaccurate or whatever. I was like, you I guys bet, are ruining yeah. the movie. Just yeah, watch I the movie. I didn't like that effect either. Like it was the like, kid just goes. Ugh. It was just like mid air. Like it didn't like have it. It didn't like travel <laughs> didn't far. Arc. Like it was just mid air, and then it goes down, and then like it hits the guy, and <laughs> like I'm like okay, <laughs> but it's 2003. What can you say? Like, and it's, it's a- also like a comedy movie. I don't like if it was yeah. an action movie, then we could you know mark mark it down for that. But it's an action. Yeah. It's a comedy. So let's let's give it grace, guys. Give it grace. But no, yeah. I did, yeah. And then I also like I just like the connection of Michael and uh Buddy as well. Like them just actually developing a relationship, unlike Walter and yeah. like Michael saying like he's not been there for like him and stuff like that. Yep. And like 
buddy kind of helping him and stuff like that. And then, well, the rundown forgot yeah. the uh, Christmas tree where they cut it down in Central Park and then they bring it into the house. Oh, yeah. Before uh, that the is next true. morning, because then Walter walks in and he's like, like, or whatever. And then him and Emily talk and he's like, I guess felonies are fun now. I thought felonies were felonies or whatever, which <laughs> yeah, was fantastic was like... or whatever. And there were a bunch of great lines where he's like, Maybe we should let Michael drop out of school and let the deranged elf man take care of him or whatever. Yeah. There are some great lines in that too. But um, yeah, yeah. The yeah. snowball scene, iconic. The eat food line, more iconic. Them jumping across <laughs> the beds and gimbals, iconic. Yes. Jumping yes. up and down in the elevator. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> like, no, genuinely, like this this whole scene, not to spoil the ending, probably my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> but yeah. it's just like all those stereotypes like yeah you do that as like a kid like i don't know i still like... jump and down in the elevator <laughs> so i think what we found out during this episode i'm still a kid at heart i'm 21 <laughs> but i'm a kid okay yeah that's that's i don't never know i do some of these things still too so i don't <laughs> you know you jump across the beds at like uh what is that like the, the no i don't the, do the that bed. no i've never done that i feel I like i get to it like fall a... asleep in a bed though i oh, wanted to do that yeah <laughs> but anyway we wake up the next morning and buddy is in work clothes now and uh going to work with walter <laughs> um buddy uh too much to handle for walter so he takes him down to the mail room and uh buddy goes down there um ends up getting drunk with a coworker, and uh, it's not shiny <laughs> it's not shiny and it smells like mushrooms and everyone wants to hurt him which <laughs> yeah it does look yeah. like that though but um yeah. <laughs> in the mail room uh they start having a dance party to whoop there it is um which is the song title right that's the song title right or is uh, that just what, like what i don't know i don't want to say I, like yes it is or not i've, I've always uh I don't think it is. I've always called it whoop there it is, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it is. Um it is what Christmas means to me. It's called Brolic. Oh no, it's whoop there it is. I lied. Okay, okay. Whoop. Whoop. There it is. Whoop. Performed by Tag Team. 1993. There you go. Gave you proper credit. You can't copyright us now. Anyway. Oh. Um, but yeah, and then uh up in the mail room they're trying to figure out we totally for we skipped the part where uh walter gets yelled at by his boss oh yeah Remember, we skipped that part anyway he's got to have a new uh new book written by uh yeah christmas eve christmas, christmas eve yeah well they have well to have a pitch they have to have a yeah, pitch, pitch ready by christmas eve so it's ready to write and send out by the next quarter which is obviously in january yeah so that's why buddy goes down to the mail room because he walter wants time to Look at the stuff. And he also yep. meets, we meet Morris and Eugene. Yes, played by Andy Richter and another guy who is forgettable. Yes. Um, is this the other guy that you want to add to the, the forgettable cast? Um, actually, I was thinking the mailroom worker, but I don't oh, know. He's yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Kyle, Kyle gas is Andy Richter. Yeah. Is Sorry. I don't know. I feel like Morris or Eugene would be better though, because like at least. The other guy who doesn't get that much, he doesn't talk a lot. Morris, I think, gets more lines, but Eugene, I think, doesn't get that many lines. So I would maybe say Eugene, but I don't you know. Say Eugene? Okay. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about yeah. that. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, we get the uh, iconic uh, moment where they go, Miles Finch. <laughs> yes. 
again, my family quotes movies on the daily, and these are a lot of the ones that we quote. But um, uh, yeah, uh, Walter gets uh, his two. Uh, I don't know what they are. Are they like writers or something? Yeah, I think they're just writers. I don't. Okay, but they they get the idea to bring in Miles Finch, the world renowned kid book artist or writer, and um, they do that. Um, and Buddy takes. But yeah, that's that's uh, then he has that's the end of the scene, right? He doesn't go down. And yeah, well, they're on the phone with Miles well, Finch. They're on the phone with Miles Finch and, and then, the mailroom guys trying to be like, hey, we got a problem in the mailroom. And then Miles Finch yeah. hangs up. But then he does come in the next day. And uh, so this is the day before Christmas Eve, I think. Yeah. Or the two days before 23rd, 22nd. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> but yeah. And that's that's the mailroom. Uh, thoughts yeah. on this. Yeah. So I. I... <laughs> well before that like i just love just like buddy saying hi to all the co-workers of walter and stuff like that as they're going in he's like hi whoever like i don't know i don't know what he says but like he's just fernando, like fernando that's fun to yeah, say fernando fernando or francisco francisco francisco, francisco. sorry francisco. Yeah, you're right francisco <laughs> sarah yeah. i love your dress it's very purpley I'm I'm in work clothes. <laughs> I didn't even I almost didn't even recognize you. <laughs> that was I'm hilarious. In work clothes. And then like there's this like this instance of like of course like Buddy kind of is annoying like in like Walter's office and stuff like that. But Buddy kind of actually like kind of realized for an instance like oh I'm actually being annoying. Growth. <laughs> yeah, growth, growth. Yeah. <laughs> But I I like how he accepts like Walter and stuff like that. Of course, Walter is kind of he's like, stop this. Like, mm-hmm. don't annoy me. I'm trying to work. But he was kind of being over the top with like, stop saying that. Like, if like he was just saying Francisco like consistently, I would have been like, dude, come on. Dude, but yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's you gotta shorten it though. I don't know. <clears throat> it's a movie. I mean, um, I I love that scene, and I would have loved more Francisco. Yeah. Francisco. Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then we got the mailroom. Like I said, this guy he has a name, I think, in the uh, uh oh no, it's just mailroom worker. Lol. Mailroom worker. Uh, <laughs> L- uh Yeah. So. And like freaking buddies just like messing with the hatch or something. I don't know. What it is. <gasps> like, that's the... very sucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Dude, that's like, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I love that scene. I mean, that's uh <laughs> that's something that we uh again quote yeah. quite a bit because it's very very iconic. And then <gasps> him wow. and him and uh the guy, the mailroom guy, just like laying there, and he's like, the guy says, like, I don't go with the flow that much, and then they're like, just saying, like, go with the flow, and he's like, no, no, no I gotta get out of the flow. I gotta get out That's of the what flow. Got me here. I mean, I'm 25, and this is all I have to show. You're so young. You're so young. <laughs> yeah, I was like, although that guy did not look 25. Yeah, he looked like 30. I don't know. Like he looked maybe upwards of like 35. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say 35, but I don't know. (laughs) Like yeah. (laughs) He he was definitely older than 
Yeah, bro, dude, Will Ferrell though, his dance moves, man, should have just made it like a movie about him dancing or something. It's true. I don't know. Can like we get a- him as a break dancer in like some yeah. movie? I don't I think- know. There's a new movie, like a new Christmas movie of him, like dancing, like I don't know. What oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, of him and Ryan Reynolds, and yeah, like, I want to. It's see like kind movie. of a musical, or I don't even know, like, but it's uh, it's like a version of Christmas Carol, Carol, and it's kind of like a musical too. And he's yep. like, yeah, musical kind of dances of a little Christmas. bit too. But anyways, like, and then like Miles Finch, like Peter Dinklage is actually pretty good. Dude, and, Peter like, Dinklage is an underrated actor. Yeah. He needs more yeah, love he is. in mainstream. And then why does he want the car, his like pickup car for the airport? Like 71. I thought it was 71. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I was oh. just making it up as I go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 71 degrees. I think he said 71. That's in my nose. But all like, I know it should is... be cold. Like, why would it be? Why would he want it 71 degrees in the car? Like, because it's cold outside. It's Christmas time. I know. I would probably want it like at 75. Oh, holy moly. I mean, I actually don't know because uh, my car is from 1998, so it doesn't have like a, a <laughs> yeah, radio. I just crank bad. it. I it's just crank it. <laughs> that is true. It is back in the day. So they had older cars. So they, yeah, it's different. So I, I, um, I genuinely don't know. But no, I think it's just to show how uh, yeah, stuck particular. up and yeah, particular and like close to the like kind of he's a tightwad basically to put it nicely or not so nicely but uh i think that was what it was to show but yeah peter dinklage kills it very very minimal moments but he's he's fantastic in this and the the mailroom scene is hilarious there's another oh the uh uh the line where eugene goes hey miles it's eugene dupree here it's just a pleasure to be talking to you on our speakerphone (laughs) Like what yeah. the heck is that? Like what that is line is so off the wall and so like yeah, it is. random. It's so I funny. feel like that should have been made up for I don't know. I feel like it's not, but it, that's might, just... it feels ad lib because it's just like Eugene yeah. Dupree here. It's just a pleasure to be talking to you on our speakerphone. <laughs> and then he's just like cuts away to like uh the, the mailroom guy calling. It's just that's like, why he should what? be in the shirt. I'm just joking. <laughs> Eugene know. be on the shirt. I don't know. I, don't I know. like Morris more than Eugene, and we'll get to uh, why I do in just okay. a moment here. Yeah. But uh, if we can move on here. Yeah. Um, Buddy and Jovi go on a date. Yep. And they go to get the world's best cup of coffee. They spin <laughs> around in the glass. Uh, well, Buddy does all this. And yeah. um, then they go ice skating. They go looking at, well, they don't go ice skating yet. They go looking at the trees in Rockefeller Center along. and like the windows. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then they, they go skating at Rockefeller Center. Right. Right. That's Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Yeah. It is Rockefeller. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I feel like it is. Anyway. And then he kisses her on the cheek and, uh, well, he missed. And then they have a little <laughs> yeah. smoochy smooch. And um, as yep. they all do, a nice little rom com moment here for Buddy and Jovi. Which I thought yeah. was nice, and then uh, you um, Miles Finch shows up at the work, and everyone's going <laughs> Miles Finch, and I love the I love the moments where we just see the elevator the three doors people. open, oh, the elevator yeah. doors open, and we hear it's walking, in the desk, but yeah, he, yeah, your your point of view of the desk secretary, track. but you don't see anything. It's just like yeah, huh? and then all the people go oh, Miles Finch, Miles Finch. It's just it's fantastic. <laughs> the three the, just, the three employees like in the in the doorway, like yeah, pop out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then uh, <laughs> we see him walk in and, oh, he's really short, which I thought was a great addition for uh, what's coming here soon. And then they sit down and uh, they they throw around uh, on, on another line that my uh, family quotes often. The, what about a family of asparagus who are self-conscious <laughs> about the way their pee smells? it's like what heck bro what is that what does that mean why but i mean it works it's like one of the all these lines are just like so random but also like gene what is that thank you what does that mean it's hilarious (laughs) man those two guys eugene and morris underrated it's comedy gold right there but um yeah and then buddy walks in and um Ruins everything. I'm in like, love. Yep. I'm in love. I'm in love. And I don't care who don't knows care it. Who knows it? <gasps> I didn't know you had elves working elves? here. Yeah. Oh. And uh Miles Finch, very uh, he's got a Napoleon complex. And uh just absolutely WWE's buddy. Yeah. And, That's uh, crazy. <laughs> he walks out um and uh loses his temper and uh Hobbs gets angry at Buddy and just yells at him to get out of here. And I won't quote the line because we're a fan of the show. And um, then Buddy Buddy leaves, sad and depressed. And uh, Walter feels like his life is over. Buddy feels like his life is over. And we have a couple of depressed men on Christmas Eve. Yep. And then, yeah, so... I it's it's kind of the climax for Walter and Buddy here like not well climax in a sense of like Walter getting mad at Buddy and stuff like this actually was a big thing for Walter and he needed this really bad because he needed to write a book and Buddy just messed it up again messed up his work again yeah and so yeah I the one idea with the to- the first idea with the tomato, I was like, bruh, like Bob the tomato. Like <laughs> this is veggie tails, but in a veggie tails? What? <laughs> huh? This is weird. Dude. And then and then like I like how said Miles said like no farms. And then later we learn his best <laughs> idea was about a peach. peach What's more vulnerable than a peach? Yeah, <laughs> like what, man? Ugh. Yeah, dude, I- irony is right there. <laughs> it's true. So everybody's yeah. pushing, pushing small town rural. Yeah, their farm book would just be white noise, as they say. I would definitely do that since I live in a small town, and you do too. <laughs> so, like, yeah. we would if we wrote a book, we would probably do that. Of children, it, it would be about small town for sure, for sure. But yeah, um, yeah, this scene. It's so great. I mean, it's not, but like you said, it's like this is the culmination of everything. Like Buddy just getting on Walter's nerves over and over again, and then this is the last straw when he just basically ruins his last chance at saving his job. And it's like a son that he never really wanted or didn't even know he had. And it's it's the pretty much what he thinks is the end. And Buddy, all he wants is the love of his dad, and he hasn't gotten it. And so he thinks, well, this is it's over like i'm not gonna get it and so it's just two these two guys it's really cool because you have like these two guys going on a journey at the same time it's like a story b yeah. story and they are interwoven and then this is just like 
basically the lowest point for both of them in the movie. And it happens at the same time. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's really great writing when you think about it. And the fact yeah, that it's, it was written over like 10 years and like a bunch of different iterations of it. Because a lot of those times, those movies that are like that, that are in like writing stages for longer end up bad because you have so many different <laughs> yeah. ideas and so many different storylines that this is what it ends up with. But it's, it's, it's good. It's good. This, that's, this scene does exactly what it needs to do. Yeah. It's anything great. Else? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have okay. anything else. So no we'll move on. So buddy is wandering around New York. We get a voiceover of him writing his farewell note on, uh, the etch a sketch. Yeah. Sketch. Yep. And uh, leaving the uh, New York City snow globe behind. And we see him on the bridge. Uh, very, uh, very uh, parody, parodying, parodying. Very reminiscent it, is the word I'm looking yes. for. Of uh, George Bailey on the bridge in It's a Wonderful Life. So your dad will be happy. We got a little Wonderful Life. <laughs> <Yeah. on here. laughs> um, but he's thinking about jumping. And then he sees... Santa's sleigh out of in the sky crashing oh, into no. Central Park. R.I.P. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and then Buddy becomes new Santa Claus, and all of a sudden, what? We're, wow! It's, it's that would be crazy. Whoa! Mind cannon. That would be crazy. Anyway, or Walter becomes Santa. <gasps> Whoa! 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 Anyway, Buddy ch- catches awesome. up with Santa. And volunteers to help him fix. Well, doesn't really volunteer. Gets guilt tripped, tripped into helping him fix the engine. And Michael arrives at the office where Walter works yep. and is like, "Hey, um, buddy needs help." Um, and isn't that that's before we find or that's after? Wait, 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 wait. We missed a spot where uh, Walter and the two guys. Well, the two, his, his two, yes. well, uh, Morris and Eugene. That's find when Walt, they're like, uh, right up the storyboard his, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They find, uh, what's the guy? Uh, the small guy. Uh, Miles. Miles. Miles Finch's notebook in the yeah, notebook. conference room. They had already paid him. So technically they are, they, they deserve a story from him because that's what yeah. they paid him for. They get the peach story storyboarded. And um, there's a, there's a line in here. At the very first line when they run in with that Eugene gives where he's just deadpan, so lifeless. The worst line in the in- worst line delivery in the entire movie where he goes, Walter, breakthrough. We found this in the conference room. <laughs> we quote that line. I kid you not. At least once a week. It's just so <laughs> iconic in our family where he just goes, Walter, breakthrough. We found this in the conference room. Like the same tone the entire time of saying that. I think this. I think this means since he has a lot. I don't know. Is this Eugene? Is this Eugene? That's, that's Eugene, the uh, the guy you know. want. Maybe found he the should shirt. be on the. I, I feel like. See, I he don't has think so many, he, doesn't, he doesn't belong yeah, on the shirt because he's yeah, not he underrated. The shirt. Yeah, he's not. Is for a choice few characters yeah. who we love, and yeah. who are just completely yeah. forgotten. About. I see. That's yeah. I don't think. I don't think anybody. Unless it, Morris doesn't like say that much, so I don't know. No, I don't think anyone in this movie deserves yeah, uh, yeah. a nod to the shirt. That's just yeah. me. The we got to yeah. come up with a clever name for that club here. Yeah, the under. I just said I made a list. Said forgettable, overlooked people in movies. 
We got to get a better title than that. <laughs> nah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, I just like labeled it in my notes. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. That's, yeah. We'll um, work on it. We'll work on it all, we'll, everyone. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll get back to you guys. Yes. Stay tuned after <laughs> after Christmas break with, uh, you'll find out at the end of the episode. Stay Ooh, tuned. Yes. But yeah, they're, they're, they're pitching the story. Well, Walter's pitching the story to his boss, Mr. Greenway. Uh, because he works at Greenway <laughs> Publishing, which we probably shouldn't have mentioned at the beginning of the episode. But yeah, we sure. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> well, there you go. He works at Greenway Publishing. Um, and Michael runs in and says, Buddy's gone. Um, he he wants his dad to come and help him. And he says, after the pitch, and Michael absolutely guilt trips his father and goes, Buddy Facts. cares about everyone. All you care about is yourself. <laughs> and that hits his dad and smacks him upside the head. And he basically tell. well, he does tell, Mr. Gimble, uh, forget you. And he walks out the door and um, he gets fired in that moment. But he chooses yep. family over job for the first time in his life. And that's a big breakthrough. Facts. Um, so Walter has made uh, the uh, the jump and the life change in this movie. But Buddy has yet to do that. And that is what we're stopped before getting to the finale. Yes. Thoughts. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, like... We finally see, like, it, it was short, but, like, we see the Walter actually deciding family. I It took him a little bit, took him a little bit, but he was like, okay, this book is just a book. It's not, a, b- b- books are temporary. Family's, family's more important. It's true. But, yeah, uh, I, I kind of like that. How I, I liked it how it was, like, michael and not like emily coming into work or like calling walter or something like that because if it was emily emily i think it was it could have been like kind of different story but i liked how like michael came in because we kind of had that exchange with buddy and buddy and michael or earlier and how like michael was kind of rejected from walter like he didn't like give him the time of day and stuff like that early in his childhood so i kind of liked how like he was like okay yeah son like I agree with you and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we see Santa and him in, uh, I forgot what the park was called. What's the park? Central Park? I don't know. Yeah. Central Park. Central, Central park. park. Him crashing in Central Park. And you see the sleigh and all of the, um, all of the reindeer. And you see one at the front signaling probably Rudolph that we don't see the no- nose, but there's one at the front. So, I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but in canon, maybe it's Rudolph, maybe not. In elf canon, I don't know. I mean, if they're if the North Pole is an homage to Ranklin Bass, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So yeah, I, I like how like we see Santa's sleigh falling from the sky, and it was like not even that loud. I know we didn't see the freaking perspective like his perspective and stuff like that but it it, who knows it it, i feel like it makes sense and stuff so yeah and like as we get in this next scene like new stations and stuff like that come on the scene and yeah i don't know i it was it was a solid scene i guess no i i think uh where uh michael walks in uh, to Walter and during the pitch and you you said it best like if this was anyone else like Emily or like just a phone call it wouldn't have had the impact of 
him coming in and like Walter having to physically choose between, you know, his son or the work. And ultimately he chooses right and uh goes yeah. to goes goes with his family. And y- you said it better than I could articulate. So I'll just say ditto. <laughs> I think it's great. And um yeah, like <clears throat> yeah. this is the climax. And obviously it I don't think it's the apex of the movie. It's not the best yeah best scene by any means but it, it it does what it needs to do and it's it's a great it's a great scene and you you feel the weight to it and like when he walks out the door you're just like physically like when the first few times you see it like you physically feel like oh good he did it right so yes yeah great scene and when i this santa is probably one of my least favorite um renditions of santa throughout like christmas movies you know like he's yeah. very he's very cold and i feel like kind of a jerk at times to buddy i did like him people. encouraging buddy though like he's like yes buddy like you can do this you can like implement this like go find the thing and like i like yeah. that but i don't know that was, i don't like, know the only thing though yeah i don't know <laughs> if it's like ed asner's portrayal or whatever but he just comes yeah. off as a grumpy old man to me even in that moment he feels almost manipulative and i know it's probably not uh, supposed yeah. to be that way but that's just my my take on it. But sure. I mean, yeah. it's Santa Claus, and it's yeah, a it's very Santa. different Santa Claus than most of the Santa Clauses we have. So, Tim Allen, perfect. Yes, agreed. But <laughs> also the Santa Claus from Christmas with the Cranks as well. <laughs> have you ever watched that movie? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe oh, it's once. A, it's a funny one. We watch it Thanksgiving evening, so it's kind of like nice. our, let's kick into Christmas gear, you know. <laughs> nice (laughs) we're talking about this movie not saying yeah we're talking about this anyway yeah the last bit here we have buddy and santa uh trying to fix the thing when or the thing the engine before the central park rangers can come and get them and michael uh, michael Michael, and walter find him and walter apologizes and uh we're all together again but we have to get santa out of the out of central park um the there's news coverage talking about something that happened yep. charlotte den in new york one um charlotte which first big news uh news story of her career with new york one probably apparently. yeah that's what they say oh yeah no, oh, yeah that is what they say yeah uh well the what's his nose the uh one newscaster the guy the newscaster yeah what's his the name host. ted front friend ted friend well that's a great name for a news anchor <laughs> hey mr friend can I be your friend? <laughs> it's your friend, Michael. Oh no! Wait, what was his name? It's I your friend. Said. It's Michael. your friend. Here Ted. I am. <laughs> um, but Michael and Walter show up, and Walter tries to dress as Santa Claus and distract the Rangers. They're not buying it. But meanwhile, Michael is running to the news camera and giving everyone a little peek that the real Santa has crash landed in Central Park. He reads out, um. Like you said, the little girl from the office yep. gets uh, or the doctor's office gets um, her what she wanted. A Polly talks a lot. Susie talks a lot. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, a doll that talks. Um, and uh, there's uh, Dirk Lawson, a big biker guy who wants a hot tub, <laughs> I think, or something like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. That's one of the greatest ones. There's another. Must be another. Everybody Lawson. <laughs> And then Charlotte Denon, who wants her boyfriend to stop dragging his feet, a Tiffany engagement ring, and her boyfriend to stop dragging his feet and commit already. 
Oh, she just goes exposed. Um, yep. And then the engine gets knocked off the sleigh while um off the thing, and the Central Park Rangers are coming in. Like you said, another homage to uh, Lord of the Rings. They kind of are acting like black <laughs> yeah. riders here, and it's it's kind of funny. But then Buddy is uh trying to. They are on the, the naughty list. They are on the naughty yes, list. Yes, they so. are because of their questionable tactics during the Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> concert yes. in Central Park, which I thought was funny. <laughs> nice little. <laughs> bridge over troubled waters i suppose um <laughs> but yeah buddy's trying to fix the engine while uh in the sleigh back of the sleigh while santa had to take off um and uh the we got a nice little uh call back to the uh J- jack in the box popping up and scaring the crap out of buddy again <laughs> but then jovi seeing this all on tv comes out and uh she remembers that the best way to spread christmas cheers cheers by singing loud for all yep. to hear the third of the elf isms i suppose what were the the code of the elves? That's what it is. And Jovi, was, she was just like eating ramen. She just came out yeah. and yeah, she's like, "Well, crap, I've got to go help my new boyfriend." Yep, because she's a strong, independent woman. <laughs> um, but she starts singing in front of everyone. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, and then Emily joins her, very off key, very high and screechy, <laughs> which is why I love her. This is this just this one scene. We always joke like she's the reason people started singing, not Jovi. She's the people. I don't know. Dr- I like no, they, Jovi. No, they had to drown out Emily's bad singing. Is the point Probably. that we're trying okay, to make? That's that why everyone sense. starts singing. Okay, yeah. Um, but soon everyone's singing. But the clausometer is not quite at a hundred yet. It's only at ninety. And because Walter Hobbs is such a Scrooge that when he starts singing, it bounces up a whole ten percent and hits a hundred, and it takes off. Yeah, somehow. Because Walter starts singing. And uh, it's a good thing, too, because he would have been decapitated if he hadn't started singing. So that's that's the 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 the, yeah. the resolution to the story. But yeah, uh, we're not quite done yet because Papa Elf has to read us the epilogue to the story. Um, Buddy and Jovi got married. They have a little baby named Susan. They visit the North Pole often, but they do live in New York, where Buddy is a best-selling children's author published by his dad's new publishing company and uh plenty of maple syrup every christmas is gifted to him and that is the story of buddy the elf and leon the snowman closes the book yes he does and we get a nice uh rendition of baby it's cold outside by leon redbone and zooey dashnell yep over the credits but that is that's elf guys that's the the best christmas movie ever According to you guys, because that's the one that got voted on. Yeah. So what did you think of the last few scenes before we close it off with a nice bow? Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know. So watch yourself, buddy. Watch yourself. You're already on thin ice. We already have people sending in resumes. Yeah. I don't like what you say. So I liked how you're out of here, buddy. So (laughs) sorry. Go on. The whole storyline with buddy helping to save Christmas at the climax, of course, John said, according to John Favreau himself, he said it came like later in the script. It wasn't even like in the original script. And like, of course, like it gave that like magical feeling and like the spirit redeeming of like Buddy and like Buddy changing a lot of like people in the small ways and 
changing the personality of the city and stuff like that. And it gave the movie some heart. So like, I kind of, get, I get that and stuff like that, but the closet monitor and stuff like that, I feel like that's a kind of like a trope that. Yeah. With Santa and stuff like that, because that's kind of in Santa Claus too. I don't know. There's a lot of movies with that. So I don't really like that, but I, I get that with buddy. Of course, because he did like stuff nonchalantly, like with his, like, I don't know, with like the singing thing with Jovi, like that kind of helped too. Um, and yeah, and then like when freaking uh, <laughs> uh, Walter sh- shouts like, hey, at the song, like freaking goes over his head, the whole sleigh go over his head and over the crowd and stuff like yep. that. And you see everyone awestruck and like even like, uh, what's her name? Charlotte, Denton, New York one. Yeah, Charlotte's just like awestruck. That's like the one of the best frames in the movie she's just like what <laughs> like <laughs> it's hilarious yeah so i don't know I, it was it was okay I, I, the the climax was okay i i, Come I on, don't know <laughs> uh i i i see it more it's more believable when like everyone is singing from like watching the live news and stuff like that because you cut back to like uh, the other places and stuff like yeah. that like the mall and the bar yep. and i like, love the mall I with the know. with the gimbals uh, <laughs> yeah. guy and they're all doing the <laughs> kick liner or whatever it's so, so fun it, it makes more sense with that so if they didn't show that i would have been more like okay the closet monitor i don't know about that but it makes more sense with that so i'll give you yeah give the credit due to that no so, i agree yeah. the fact that it's a whole 10 percent that walter kicks it up above bunch is uh yeah. a little bit <laughs> corny yeah. but no I, I i love the ending i think it's just it's really fun and it adds the whole because this whole movie is just off the wall it's a it's a good old time you know it's yeah. a, it's a it's a walk in the park if you know what i'm saying but no uh it's it's a fun time and i think uh the ending does it right like to end with singing i feel like it would have made more sense if buddy sang more in the movie as opposed to just once or twice but um no i think it's i think it's a blast and um i love i love the gimbals guys the guys in the mail room the uh the yeah. security guards and uh what's her name deb and uh the two deb. which we didn't we didn't even talk about deb deb is a blast through the yeah we didn't talk about that awesome yeah go go deb she's also the, the actors in mandalorian anyway that's um, true but uh, just just everyone singing along on the TV, it's it's a blast, and I love I love it, and uh, yeah, I think it's a good it's a good ending. Yeah, and the epilogue is just fun too. The little baby and where uh, Bob Newhart goes, like he wants to hold the baby, <laughs> and Buddy just comes over and sits on his lap and <laughs> holds the baby. I think that's that's just hilarious. And we see Walter playing piano too. He's pretty good at playing piano too. Yeah, like, he missed his yeah. calling. He should have been a piano yeah. player. Jeez. Yeah, he should have in a yeah. jazz lounge somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been sick. Yeah, I wonder if uh, James Conn could actually play piano. So they were just like, we'll add this here and have you play. I don't know. We'll be seeing. I don't know. But yeah, that's guys. That's Elf. Unless you have something else to add, that's Elf. Nope, that's Elf. That's Elf, guys. 2003's Elf. That you guys asked for it, so we did it. Um, the next, uh, the next movie. Actually, no, we got to close our thoughts. Closing thoughts. Yeah. Closing thoughts and but, our. Uh, uh, just well, closing thoughts first, and then we'll we'll, we'll hash everything else out. Uh, well, aren't we 
favorite scene, least favorite scene? Yeah, or... just closing thoughts, and then we'll do favorite scenes afterwards. Okay. And then we'll do the, the, so, the yeah. So, it's definitely like an oddly executed plot, along with a joyously flair making this a Christmas comedy a success. But it's not, it's not a perfect film, but I can't help but think that Christmas films should strive for less perfection and more spirit like this. I, I like the Christmas spirit aspect to it. And Elf is your typical holiday film that's entertaining and strong, all thanks to Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is just, just, just outstanding, man. I don't, did he get an Oscar or something? Like, did no. he? No. Oh my No, not gosh. for this one. No. Man. Was this a year like Lord of the Rings or something? I don't know. Yeah, this was Probably. 2003. So Lord of the Rings yeah. came out this year. Or yeah. two, uh, three, three, Return of the King. The third one came out this year. Yeah. So, so that one swept the the yeah. nominations. But the yeah. uh, it won two awards. It won an ASCAP Film and Television Music Award for the music, uh, John Debney. Yeah. And uh, won the Golden Trailer Awards for Best Comedy. It was nominated for a Kids Choice Award and MTV Movie and TV Awards Best Comedic Performance by Will Ferrell for that one. It won a, It was nominated for a Phoenix Film Critics, Critics Society Award for Best Live Action Family Film and Best Use of Previously Published or Recorded Music. It was nominated for a Satellite Award and a Teen Choice Award for Best Movie and or Best Comedy Movie and Best Comedy Actor. But he didn't win any of those. I don't know who would have won. Yeah, I don't. He did, man. I would say like this is pretty fantastic performance by Will Ferrell. Like mm-hmm. he should have. I don't know. Yeah, no, I it's agree. Great. <clears throat> I agree. So yeah, um, yeah. For me, Elf is it's beautiful. It's like you said. It's what what Christmas movies should strive to be. It's it's got humor. It's got heart. It's got you know laughter it's got some serious moments like when walter yelling at buddy like that makes you hurt and you're not expecting it in a comedy so it makes you think and it makes you it moves you and it you know it's got i don't want to say real life lessons but it does have like you know a life lesson like yeah it's okay to slow down sometimes and enjoy life like like buddy like he's constantly enjoying everything because it's all new to him and walter's just ignoring everything because he's got a he's got to work. So I Christmas movies have tried and failed to match this before and I think top 3 Christmas movie of all time in my opinion. That's that's just me. I haven't ranked my Christmas movies, but it would definitely be in my top 10. I know that. Yeah, well top 10, top 3, I don't know. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's 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 great. It's it surpasses a lot of them in my book. But yeah. Yeah. That's elf. So, let's end with some favorites and least favorites let's go favorite scene first let's kick it off with that yeah so mine uh plain and simple near the beginning um when buddy comes in the city uh i would just say the gimbals scene with him get it coming into the gimbals and uh and uh him making the place a winter wonderland i just love this that sequence and it's just hilarious the exchanges between him and uh wanda the manager and uh jovi too yeah i just find that hilarious i don't know why but yeah i i just love that scene no that's that's perfectly fair there's a lot of scenes to enjoy here oh but for me it's gotta be 
I know I said something beforehand and I can't remember. Oh yeah, oh, you did say something. Yeah, I did I say know. something. And I think it was uh the boys running through gimbals and just that brother time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Between uh starting when he's walking and he's talking to uh so how was school today? Did you like friends? Do you have a lot of friends? Did your friend why did your coat so big? Does your friend have a good big coat too? I saw a duck today. Have you seen it all? Probably. And then Michael yeah. just is like done with it. And then he gets yeah. hit in the head with a snowball. But uh no, I think that whole scene with the brothers starting from there all the way through the Christmas tree where Buddy jumps on the tree trying to put the star on it just topples and Michael just stops for a moment and just doesn't even look back. He just keeps unwinding the garland. <laughs> it's just, it's great. And it's funny and it's real. And I just, I love it. Like, I mean, it's not real, real, but it's like, yeah, it's real. Like it's, it's brothers doing brother things. And yeah, it's fantastic. And that's, that's my favorite scene. Least favorite scene. I'm seeing that could be cut out and you'd be like, Oh, well, it's not worse for wear for that. Yeah. So. I don't know. For me, I didn't really have a clear cut. I was trying to think it all today. Like I didn't, I didn't really have a clear cut one. But if if you don't have one, then just pass. Uh, well, I got, I got, I got to, I got to have one. Like okay. I'm not gonna. So, but I would say probably the first time Buddy meets the family, the dinner in like uh, that first night and stuff like that. I wish. Really. It, I don't know. I don't think. I don't wish it was longer, but I. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I wish it was like done more. I don't know. It was funny. It was funny and stuff like that. But I feel like there was there should have been more to it. I don't. So. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, For me, it's going to be the scene right after that in the morning where he's making lunch for everyone. Okay. And then drops his drawers and uh, <laughs> calls Walter on the way to work. I just think it's like, I mean, I love yeah. it and it's funny, but like you could definitely chop that off and it wouldn't be worse for where like you would still have plenty of time with yeah. everyone. But this movie is an hour and 37 minutes, so it's nice and compact. Yeah. And it is. So I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't really cut anything out because yeah. otherwise it'd be like a minute 25. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, favorite character oh or favorite quote, favorite quote, favorite quote first. And then we'll get to the favorite character. Yes. Yeah, man. Quotes. Oh, there's so many in this movie. Like, there's not like, I don't know, like there isn't like a few or something. There's like so many you could pick from. Uh, it's true. Like, it's very uh, you can go for You can you can go first. I went first. So, oh, OK. Uh, my favorite quote. You just want time to think uh, my yeah. favorite quote. No, I have one. I have one. I have one. <laughs> my favorite quote would be uh, I've, I said it during when we were breaking it down, but uh, six inch ribbon curls, girl. Six <laughs> inches. <laughs> Probably just because of like nostalgia tied to it and the fact that we quote it so often. It makes just, sense. It's so fun. So I'm going to say that one. Um, for me, I would just have to say the meme. You did it! Congratulations, world's best cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. Just yep. love it. Yep. Just no. love hey. that quote. I already said it earlier, but yeah, it's just a classic. And if you couldn't tell by the breakdown, 
there are a lot of quotes that I love in this yes. movie. So picking one is just like, I'll just feel like that. I feel like this one. Today. Yeah. So like, just like pick that yeah. one. So, yeah. And now we get to the, uh, the best part, the favorite character part. Well, who is your favorite character? Well, least favorite character. Oh, least favorite character. Okay. We'll do that. Um, but for me, I didn't really, it's another not clear cut, but the first one I wrote down was Emily. I didn't really like her. So. Dang, I kind of already talked Dang. about her earlier, but yeah, you just don't like her so, voice. You think it's time one? Well, not because of her voice, wow. but I don't wow. know her attitude and stuff. I don't. No, I it's don't. fair. It's fair. Um, I'm actually gonna go with Santa Claus. That feels sacrilegious to say about a Christmas movie that your least favorite character is Santa, but um, I just I don't care for him. I think he's kind of mean and uh, not a nice guy. So Santa Claus. Yeah, I totally get that. I would yep. probably say that more than Emily. I don't know, maybe, but I said him. So favorite you said character. Emily. Yeah, I said him. Favorite character. character. For me, it has to be Buddy, of course. Oh, but, okay. Dude, I would say Buddy because I don't know. Will Farrell just outdid himself. Like he even said, like, if he came back to do a second one, when they're they're not gonna do one, of course, but like he couldn't like replicate what he did yeah like, well they they were talking to a t yeah they were talking about uh doing one and he rejected the, yeah. uh, the role so they just scrapped yeah. it and like, which is good because yeah. this didn't need a sequel like yeah people will just milk it for all it's worth and ruin i don't it, know so. i would have kind of liked it but i don't think it would have it would have not lived up to anything in this so like yeah it's true so yeah but will ferrell just just great he's comedic tone and just everything it's it's wonderful no i agree to say the least so yeah agreed um but my favorite character is actually walter and there's a special reason why um i should have said this in memories but i didn't um when i when we first moved down to illinois it was about the second year we were down here uh we got involved with theater um around there and they were doing elf jr and so uh, me and my sister tried out and i got walter and so I've always had a special connection to him. Uh, the the arc he goes on is very similar to my personal life, to be perfectly honest. And so, you know, I, uh, I've i got to say, Walter, he's a great, uh, I can't, you can't call him an antagonist. I'd say like a, a second protagonist. You're not necessarily voting yeah. for him at the beginning, but then you're kind of like, you want him to see the truth and like get through everything he's going through and he's got a lot on his plate. So, uh, yeah. and then when he eventually does, you feel you're happy for him. And then seeing him reunite with the family for however small time it is, it's just great. And, uh, I love, I love, I love the the character of Walter. So that's my pick for favorite character. So the star ranking for me, uh, I want to put it at a four, but I think it's a 3.5 for me. I don't know, man. I. Wow. Man. I don't know, oh, man. Why? Why would you do that? I don't. Man? It's not in the. It's not. See, I didn't put it at a three. It's not in the middle, but like. I. I just don't know. I feel like the ending, like I talked about early, just threw me off and just throws me off a little bit, like some of the ending. But. I don't know. No. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. It guilt. it makes sense. Guilt no, works. no, guilt works. No. Guilt works. I guilt I, works. <laughs> I think it's just because of that. So I, no, I'll I mean, deduct one from it, not one and a half, because it okay. just doesn't make sense for one and a half. That's fair. 
that's so, fair. That's fair. Yeah, that, I and, originally had four point five. So yeah, I'm four. Yeah, well, four out of five. Yeah, four point five is where I eventually landed. It's it's a great movie. It's n- not perfect by any means, but it's a great movie. And uh, you know, it's just a really great time with it. And you know, you pop it in, you have it ambient noise in the back. You know, great quotable lines, great characters. There's not really a character you're like, ugh, get them, unless you're Wesley and you hate Emily. But uh, uh, no, it's it's just, I'm sorry, Wesley. You don't deserve this okay. abuse it's I'm okay. giving you. But uh. No, it's it's a great movie, and uh, yeah, three point uh, three point five. No, that's what you were gonna give it. Jeez. <laughs> four point five is 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 fair, and I don't think anyone would really disagree with me unless you're Wesley again. But uh, <laughs> complete Scrooge. No, I. It's just it's a great movie, and so uh, yeah, that is my star grade. Grade I can't give it <laughs> ranking <laughs> much out of that. Yeah, star ranking. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, Lou, man, I'm <laughs> I'm running on empty here tonight, guys. Uh, uh. Anyways, but yes, now that is our end. Uh, the end of our episode on Elf from 2003, uh, directed by John Favreau, starring Wolf Rell and James Caan. Um, Wesley, what do you want to say to the fans before we uh, sign off here? Well, um, we're gonna take a little break here, but yes. when we come back, though. Um, will be most likely the next episode is another MCU rewatch. Yes, from a uh, the next one will be Thor, the first Thor movie. And we're gonna have a uh, lot I to think... say about that. I'm pretty sure. Yes, um, probably. I don't know how you feel, but I know how um, I feel. And I'm gonna have a lot. <laughs> uh, did it come in 2010? 2011. 11. 11. Okay. 2011 yes, 11. was both Thor and yes. Captain America. Yes. The following year, Avengers. Yes. So yeah, Thor. Yeah, 2011. So yeah, it's okay. I don't know. You guys don't want to miss that episode. That's that's yeah. Yes. So for sure. So yeah, Thor's coming next. Um, if you guys want to email us and tell us how bad Wesley did ranking this movie, which (laughs) be go ahead. You can either a email us at the Movie Minutemen Podcast. Two, find us on Instagram or Facebook. Links are in the show notes. And then DM us and let us know how awful Wesley did with this episode. Or three, you can leave us a rating and review. Please don't 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 knock us down any points just for the ending, like Wesley did this yes. movie. But rate us, rate us on all episodes, please. Not on just not this just episode. this one or on the Indiana Jones one on mine. Okay. Yeah, but on his. Go, go to Knives Out. Listen to that one and then yeah, give go us to Knives stars. Out, like we did the movie, or I did the movie. You gave it a four and a half, didn't you? I did. Well. I didn't want it to be perfect, so no, it's true. It's not. It's not I mean, not. it is perfect. But it's I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Go listen to the episode and you'll find out. Yeah, uh, okay, but yeah, <laughs> go leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, uh, rating and review. Just don't do anything less than like four stars. That would be kind of nice. Yeah, please. Unless you really, really hate us, then give us one star and never listen to us again. That's fine. Or listen to us again if you want. Just absolutely <laughs> berate us in the emails. That's fine too. I don't. I don't care. Just keep listening and keep rating. We love you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Stay tuned. Leave the notes, uh, the the notifications on. We'll be back at the end of the year um, or the beginning of next year. Wow. It's already December, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Movie Minute Men podcast. For Wesley, I'm Andrew. Thanks so much. God bless. Goodbye. (laughs) 